0: Let's get started, Rabotai. Today's Breakfast and Class is sponsored in celebration of the marriage of Jennifer O'Hev Shalom and Jeffrey Chira, sponsored by uh, Sapir and Daniel O'Hev Shalom, and as well for the Rifuah Shulema uh, of uh, Meir Ben Adelia, sponsored by Sunny Doer, and as well uh, these words of Torah and the Zekhut should also be in the merit of uh, my daughter, Charna Chaya uh, Fahib, who is getting married to Yoshua Kohen a little bit later today. Here, here, okay. Here. Congratulations, everyone. All right, let's get uh, rocking. So there's a very interesting pasuk. And I want you to notice the specific words that are being used and how they differ one from the other. The first pasuk talks about when Noach comes into the Teva. And it says, Vayomer Hashem Noach, And Hashem said to Noach, Bo ata... You should come in with all of your family. All of your family come into the teva. For you, I've seen you to be a sadiq. And it mentions when it calls betecha, it asks him to come in. Interestingly enough, it says you and your sons, and your wife and their and their wives. Okay. And in that word, Noach and his sons, and his wife and his children's wives. That's how it's separate. So it says, him and his kids, and his wife and their wives. Then when it's coming to time to get out of the Teva, the Pasuk says, and God says to Noach, saying, Leave the Teva, you and your wife, and your children and their wives. This seemingly kind of irrelevant detail, when a person is learning Torah carefully, you notice that each line and each message and the, the nuance of the way the message is delivered reflects a very deep lesson. So just the fact that we moved one word, to after to after your sons, we learn an unbelievable lesson from there. And what's the lesson? Rashid tells us, on the spot, and Noach came into the teva, you know, uh, with his sons and and his wife and their and his and their son's wife. The Rashi says, "Ha'anashim levad the men alone, v'ha'nashim levad and the women alone." Okay, now that doesn't mean that there was a mechitza in the teva that the men there was a men's side and a women's side, but rather, esru But the fact was that they were Asru was it was forbidden for them to be. Intimate in the the time they were in the teva, because the world was in a time of great difficulty, of sorrow, of devastation. So therefore, it was forbidden for them, for husband and wife, to be together uh, in a in a marital way, um, because the world was in pain. Now you turn to the end, and God says, "Leave the teva." Rashi says, "On the spot, go out of the teva." What was God saying to them? Can, over here, Hutar once, no, once they were leaving, now that they were leaving the Teva, now they were allowed to once again be together with their wives. And I think there's a tremendous lesson over here. Why would that be something that you're not allowed, a person should not be allowed to be together with their wife um, because it's a time of tzar outside, because it's a time of pain outside. Why is that relevant? Yeah, you don't think about it. we don't think about that idea. In fact, the Gemara says that in a time of big Sarah, not just in the time of the of the flood, but in a time of very big sarah, big Sarah, also we have this idea that it's forbidden to be together to have intimacy. What's this connection between these two things? And I think <laughs> Rabbi, there's something that's very powerful. Sorry, there's a, that's a question. Is that may, would that would this would that qualify? But listen to this. It seems like an extreme devastation. Where we would say this. But listen, Rabote, this is so beautiful. When a Chatan and Kala walk down the aisle towards the Chupa, we're all familiar with the idea that the Chupa is there. It's meant to represent the home that they're going to build. Okay? When the Chatan brings his wife into the Chupa, it's like he's bringing her into his house. Okay? Now, it's a strange house. It's a house with no walls. That symbolizes the house, the original Jewish house. The house of Avraham Avinu, which had tense openings on all sides. To symbolize that the concept of a Jewish marriage and a Jewish union and a Jewish home is not one which has walls around it to exclude the outside and, uh, and only kind of think of that which goes on within its four walls, but that rather the concept of a Jewish marriage is another family, another union that is obsessed with, considerate of, and dedicated to helping the outside world. So in a situation of extreme tsar outside, a husband and wife have to react on a marital level. There has to be something that is illustrated in their relationship itself, which mirrors the fact that the world outside is in a place of great suffering. In fact, it is what we end the chuppah with, with the words, Yerushalayim Why do we need to mention the destruction of Beta HaMikdash? and the destruction of Jerusalem now. Our rabbis tell us that every single couple that comes together, that they get married, it's as if they rebuilt one of the destroyed houses in Jerusalem. Now that sounds like a crazy thing to say. If you want to tell me that you have a new family, a new home, a new couple, a new beginning, tell me that they just built a brand new apartment. Tell me that they put up a beautiful home. You're gonna tell me that they rebuilt a home that was once destroyed? The concept, Rabotai, is that unless a husband and wife are dedicated to being sensitive to the pain that is around them in the world at large, they have no business making a home whatsoever. Rabotai, you cannot have a husband or a wife that is sensitive or kind or empathetic just to their wife. Empathetic people are empathetic also to their wives. Compassionate people are compassionate also to their husbands. But if you have someone who couldn't give a darn about anybody else, the likelihood or the chance of them caring about their husband or wife is zero. In fact, one of the things that you always want to look for in a khatan or in a kalah is to see how do they treat the other. How do they treat the doorman, or how do they treat the waiter, or how do they treat the garbage man? Because if they could treat someone that, you know, maybe could be considered in uh, in the social strata beneath them, if they treat them as an equal with respect and with dignity, then you know that someone that they give their whole heart to, they're going to do so as well. Rabbi Atai, this lesson to me is unbelievable. And I think it teaches us an added concept as well. You know, in life, you have lots and lots of people who live in a state of denial. So if there's an issue in the house, or if there's an issue in the family, or if there's an issue in the business, it's not that they that they live and compartmentalize, that they take their challenges and they put them in one part and they figure out how to live their life. That's a very beneficial thing. That's a very positive thing. But there's a lot of people that they just... They ostrich, they put their head in the sand, and they don't deal with the issues that they have at the present moment. So as an example, you have a guy who's in tremendous debt, and instead of sorting out the debt that he has, what is he doing? He's looking to start a new business. Now that person, in in that frame of mind, and that state is, is not doing the right thing. The first thing that you have to do is to do everything you can. You know, we live in a society today where people are very happy to just declare chapter 7, chapter 11, just move on to something else. They figure out the easiest possible way to leave their past behind them and to create a new future. Being together, husband and wife, is about building a future time. But the concept is if the world is sharui b'tzar, how are you focusing on building the future without dealing with your present? Rabotai, 100% of the time when a person just tries to walk past some skeletons in their closet, 100% of the time those skeletons come out. Sometimes they come out in the news, okay? Sometimes they come out, you know, on, uh, you know, in, 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 uh, in press conferences. But even if that's not how they come out, Rabotai, they still come out. They come out in a person's psyche. They come out in a person's relationship, in their behavior. You know, the fact that someone, uh, you know, walked away from something like that and didn't make their shalom with it, they didn't make things right, it chases them down their whole life. I will tell you, this is so important to be able to fix the issues of our past and our present before we try and lay roots into the future. Otherwise, what happens We take the the poison that we had in our past. We stick it in a suitcase and we bring it right with us into our new home. Say, says the Gemara, a couple that gets married, it's as if they went out. They recognize that there's things that are broken out there, and they went and took something that was broken. And they fixed it, and they created something new, built on top of it. They took the ancient met- 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 methods and messages of our people that have been in, in many ways trampled upon in current society, and they are resurrecting a home from another time. Rabbi Otay, when you walk into a true Jewish home today, you are stepping into a time machine. Our values don't belong in 2020. 2020, everything goes no matter what you want to do. If you want to do it, good to go. You walk into a proper Jewish home where there's real value on family, where you don't get married until you find your second wife. You get married forever. Now, if it fails, okay, obviously sometimes marriages don't work out. But the effort that things are not throwaway, that is a Jewish concept. We have, There's an issue, a mitzvah of bal tashchit, of not wasting things even on the smallest things. We're going to read in just a couple parashiyot about Yaakov Avinu, how he goes back over the river to get a couple of small vessels. After he's moved his whole family, he puts himself in danger, he goes by himself. Because of the mitzvah of Baal you never waste anything. Could you think of anything more alien to our culture than this mitzvah? To a culture of, of waste, of a throwaway society, and I mean throwaway in every possible way, in values, in money, in, uh, in physical items, in people. We throw away people today. Rabbutai, if that's the case, you can't buy a new house like that in 2020. The only way to have a house like that is effectively to rebuild a home of one of your great grandparents with the values that have stood by the Jewish people and kept us strong for 4,000 years. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu bless us all to build beautiful homes. May He bless us all to celebrate magnificent semachot. May He bless us all to be healthy and happy for many, 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 many decades to come. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen ve'amen. Rabbi Chananya Ben HaGashomer. Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu lezakot israel